Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome back to the podcast. So this is a message just for the Thinner Circle. Ladies, this will make so much sense for you, uh, especially after having done the um, the one thing exercise. You know how we, we talked about the one thing you've never had. And I gave you the little memes with the, you know, what to start doing, what to stop doing, all of that. This episode is kind of a, a follow-up to that. Um, God put it on my heart this week as, um, as I experienced, how do I want to say this? As I experienced real life with my own one thing. So I just want to take you through kind of what unfolded this week. So, <clears throat> so earlier this week, I was totally tempted to do something that I really want to stop doing. You know what I mean? I think we all can relate to that. We all have something that we want to stop doing, but we kind of keep leaning into it. So in my case, I began to actually do the very thing that I want to stop doing. And immediately I heard the Holy Spirit ask me this question, Sherry, what could happen if you just did what you had planned to do versus what you are starting to do? And it was like, it was like a, a slow-mo moment for me, you know, like I immediately paused. I was sitting there in the living room on the couch and I just immediately paused and I began to assess what could happen. Like what would come from my obedience to my plan? So many right things could happen if I just leaned into doing the right thing versus leaning into doing the wrong thing. And you know what? It's so true. It's totally Romans 6.16 if you think about it. And in that moment, I felt the joy that would accompany my obedience. You know what I mean? Like in that moment. So here's my one thing. <clears throat> I want to stop teaching my children to just, I want to stop teaching them to be lazy or to think that parents just sit around at the end of a school day. Oh my goodness. Here goes Charlie. <laughs> I want to stop teaching our kids that parents just sit around and watch TV. And here's what I mean by that. Usually by the time the kids come home from school, you know, it's three, four o'clock in the afternoon. By that time, I've been up since four or 4.30 in the morning. I've been writing all day. I've been working with one-on-one -on -one clients. I've been, you know, having a thinner circle meeting or I've been preparing things, you know, to write the book. All of that, I've, I'm exhausted and I've cleaned the kitchen and I've done the laundry and I've run kids to 20 different places and I've paid all the bills. You get what I'm saying. So by the time they come home from school, can you hear Charlie? By the time they come home from school, I'm just exhausted. Like, and I just kind of want to sit on the couch and spend 30 to 60 minutes watching Chrisley Knows Best and having them come with me or just me, you know, hanging out by myself. And instead, I, the one thing I want is I want the kids to start having better routines and seeing their mom just starting dinner and practicing homework with them and practicing spelling words. I just want to have a better family life for our children, for their future, but also just for our, our current moment. And so in that moment where the Holy Spirit ministered to me by asking me what could happen if you just did what you had planned to do this evening versus what you're starting to do, 
in that moment, I, I literally started thinking through the scenario. Well, if I get up and do what I had planned to do, my laundry would be done tomorrow. I would be, I would, and I was supposed to take a shower that night. My hair would be done so that way leaving in the morning would be super easy. Tomorrow would just be so much easier if I just got off the couch right now and did what I knew I needed to do instead of doing what I wanted to do. And you know what? In that moment, I felt the joy that would accompany my obedience. And I knew I'd be setting myself up for success if I just leaned into that obedience. And the only thing, the only thing my disobedience, you know, pursuing my comfort and sit, staying on the couch, couch, the only thing that offered me in that moment was comfort and rest. And it, and I'm, I was reminded that God is my comforter and he's my rest. And I could sit there for a few minutes and just pray for what I needed. And do you want to know in that moment, I prayed and I asked him to give me the strength to do what I didn't feel I could do. And he gave me the power and the energy to obey. And it was pretty profound because like I took a shower, I cleaned the kitchen, I mopped the floor, I did the laundry, <coughs> excuse me. I prepped dinner, I packed the lunch, I did all the things and then some. Like I, I cleaned my office out. I mean, girl, you know that needed. Um, I cleaned out my office. I made the coffee, prepped my water, made a few Facebook posts, you know, totally did what I thought I had no energy to do. But you know, looking back on that, I see now that I had to see the consequences of both of my choices and see that I had a choice in that moment. If I wanted transformation, I had to stop doing what I normally do. Otherwise I was gonna keep getting those results, which is, I think I'm teaching my kids bad habits. And so if I wanted that one thing, I had to start doing what I'd never, never really actually done previously. I had to start doing it despite how uncomfortable it was. I hope that makes sense to you. All right, we'll be right back as soon as Charlie is done drinking his water. Hey, welcome back. All right, so before the break, I was telling you about, you know, just how I needed to see the consequences of both of the choices and to see that I had a choice and that if I wanted to actually step into transformation, I had to be willing to do something that I never did before. And so I was just so conditioned, despite having the best of intentions, I was so conditioned to use this time where I felt a lull in my energy to sit on the couch. And so it like just, you know, I'm reflecting back on that and I see now that I had to stop practicing what was sin to me because I was justifying sin and it kept me in bondage to it. I hope you might lean into this because I feel like this meets each of us, each of you, me, myself included here, um, with where we are and how we are in bondage to whatever it is that is keeping us from stepping into what it is that we desire to step into in our lives. So what I wasn't doing, the thing that I wasn't doing was keeping me from what I wanted. So I want you to think about that for yourself, you know? What is it that you're not doing and how is that, or that you, what is it that you are doing and how is that keeping you from what you want in your life? I mean, for me, my week turned a corner that day. Had I, had I just, had I just justified my sin, I would have been suffering the consequences even up to today. You know what I mean? Because the wages of sin are death, even in weight loss, even in rearing children. It's death to your dream. 
I hope that makes sense. God wants to bless me with my one thing. But as a result of me making right choices, you know what I mean? And he wants to bless you with your one thing, but it's going to come as a result of you making right choices. You making right choices is going to be a requirement. He can't change any of us without us changing. Like you have to start stopping the cycle. You have to stop doing what you've always done if you want to get what you've never had. So if you're considering justifying a sin, maybe entertaining an old habit, I encourage you to ask yourself the question that the Holy Spirit asked of me earlier this week. That question is, what could happen if you were just to be obedient in this moment? I mean, write that down and think about that. Think about it. You know, I mean, our choices either serve our bondage and keep us in sin or they serve our freedom from sin. So how could right choices free you from the bondage that you're still in? And how will, <clears throat> how will practicing right choices affect your ability to continue making those right choices? Think about that for a minute. Because whatever we're practicing, we're getting good at. So that last question, how will practicing right choices affect your ability to continue making right choices? So I want to share a scripture with you. In John 8, 34, Jesus tells us that everyone who sins is a slave to sin. When we repeatedly give into our flesh, our thoughts, our feelings, our cravings, we are, we're basically slaves being mastered by our flesh. So when you lean into justification of your sin, you're basically making a plan to sin, a sin plan, a sin strategy, if you will. And this plan will only serve your sin nature. It will only create an environment where you have a tolerance to sin. And Romans 6, 6 tells us that, that we're no longer slaves to sin. We don't have to believe the lie that gets us to justify our sin. And for me in my situation, because I want, I want you to ask yourself right now, what lie am I believing that allows me to justify perpetually giving into this sin? For me, my lie used to always be, um, let me think about it. I always sabotage. This is my old, these are my old lies. My old lies used to be like when I would sabotage repeatedly, you know, the creme brulee moment, all the things. My lies used to be, I always sabotage weight loss or I'm just too weak around, you know, creme brulee or I deserve this or today was stressful. Just one glass won't hurt. Or I just, I just need one glass of wine. It's, it's going to help me relax. Or, you know, it's, it's only Landon's birthday once a year. I deserve to indulge and have some of his birthday cake. Or <clears throat> what's another one? Or, you know, even like the one I experienced this week, my kids aren't even paying attention. They won't continue the habits that they see me practicing. They won't, they won't step into these patterns for themselves. My actions don't impact my children. That is a lie I was believing. That was all a lie. And that lie kept me... That lie kept me justifying my sin because I had a sin tolerance. And that's how I never got my one thing that I never had. So I want you to think about, like, how are you believing a lie? And how is that lie keeping you in a state of perpetually justifying that, that sin 
and creating a sin tolerance in your life and keeping you from getting that one thing you've never had. Hebrews 12.1 says, strip off every weight that slows you down, especially the sin that so easily trips you up. That sin that you keep justifying is keeping you from your one thing. So get a plan for obedience. You know, maybe even, here's a challenge for you. What can you do to prompt yourself to ask the question, like I'm going to call it the Holy Spirit nudge, the question that I received. What can you do to prompt yourself to ask this of yourself? What could happen if I were just to choose obedience right now? So as you sit down at that restaurant, where maybe you already have a plan to sin, as you sit down at that restaurant, ask yourself that question. What could happen if I were to choose obedience right now? And what could happen if I chose disobedience right now? Justify your obedience versus your disobedience. Make no provision for your flesh. When it's hard, pray for power and strength from God. Let no excuse entice you to justify any sin that will keep you from making perpetual right choices. Let God bless you with your one thing. And remember, you have a part and he has a part. So start practicing the right things. And with each right choice that you make, you're going to find yourself, you're going to find yourself stepping closer and closer to your blessing toward that one thing. I hope this meets you where you are and that you might lean in and pay attention to how you might either be believing a lie or still, you know, lying to yourself and justifying little sins in your life. All right, ladies, have a good day. Hey ladies, all right, a quick break because my little 13 year old, little girl, you don't like to be called that, do you? No. <laughs> Our daughter, Haley, is just now home from school and I'm gonna try to keep the microphone away from her because she's currently having an after school snack that it only occurred to me just now how loud it is as soon as I hit record. But we're talking about today's topic. So Haley, just to kind of bring you up to speed, we're talking about justifying our sin in the one area where we're struggling the most. And so um, Haley has been on a quest right now um, to stop eating dairy, haven't you? Yep. Has it been easy? <clears throat> Definitely not. Definitely not. And so we're talking about justifying the sin that keeps us ensnared, keeps us in bondage or whatever. And so I asked her, you know, if, what is the one thing that you keep trying to give up that you are not able to give up? And, and that thing is dairy, right? Yeah. And yep. in what form do you find yourself giving in? Like in the form of, you know, how do you eat it? What is the dairy that you give into in eating? Uh, kind of just like little things like uh, my friends will like, like for instance, like I was at, oops, sorry. Please don't. I was at my friend's <laughs> house um, and uh, they had ice cream cake and obviously that's dairy and they offered me some, and I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. And then I was thinking, like, oh, well, I'll, I'll do it next time. Yeah, you, you just kind of justify it, right? Yeah. But the reality is, is you'd like to just be free from that, wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah, so what happens to you when you do eat dairy? Um, I get, like, little pimples. You, get, you break and, out. Yeah, like, and it's not very fun. I know. And so have you ever successfully 
been face to face with dairy and then successfully said no to it? Uh, yeah, um, a few times. I don't remember <laughs> really, but yeah, I have. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Let's do a hypothetical. Okay. I want you to imagine that you're at your friend Ella's house and they're having ice cream cake. Was she the one that had the ice cream cake? Sarah. No. Sarah. Okay. You're at Ella's and it's Riley's sweet 16 birthday <laughs> and um, they're offering you ice cream cake. Mm -hmm. What could change if in that moment where you were faced with the temptation of eating the thing that you want to try to not eat, what could happen if you were to ask yourself this question? I want you to imagine you're there. What could happen if you asked yourself this question? This is you talking to yourself now. What could happen if I just chose to obey instead of disobey in this moment? Obey what I know I should do versus doing what I know I shouldn't do. <clears throat> if you were in that moment and you asked yourself that question, how could that affect you? Uh, I think it would affect my uh, decision on whether or not I'd accept the offer of the ice cream cake. Yeah. And what if you were to ask yourself, um, what could happen if I just do the right thing? What would be your answer to that? Um, like if I did the right thing? Like... Yeah, like if you give yourself the choice, mm -hmm. you're thinking about it and you're like, what could happen if I, let's do it this way. What could happen if I eat this? What could happen if I don't eat this? So if I eat this, I get a negative effect of acne. But mm -hmm. if I don't eat it, then I get, <clears throat> I can keep and maintain my clear skin. Yeah. Would it motivate you in that moment to be stronger than the temptation? Yes. Yeah. So do you think you could start practicing that? Yeah, I think that's a really good uh, tool to use, like when you're faced with temptation. Yeah, because it shows you the consequences of your choice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had that situation come up earlier this week when I was in the living room and I, I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, what could happen if you just got up and did what you know you should do? And I was like, man, then tomorrow would be easy. And like, it was, it was a, di a choice between sitting on the couch and vegging out or getting up and doing the laundry that I had planned to do that evening, which I don't want, I didn't want to do it because I was tired and I was justifying. So it helped me to no longer justify <clears throat> my little cheats here and there. So what, how would it feel to be free from justifying the dairy indulgences that you have? It'd feel really good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. Now go do your homework. Fine.